Andy Rooney said, familiar things are a comfort to us all. And he's right. I feel like that's human nature. But Tierney Guerin said, even in the familiar, there can be surprise and wonder. Certainly that's true of scripture. No matter how familiar a verse is, it brings us both comfort and new understandings. This month, we are taking some very familiar verses and looking for them to reawaken some wonder in us and some new understandings. Welcome, I'm Michelle Berkey, and this is Praying Scripture, a weekday broadcast where we use God's own words to honor Him and to talk to Him about the things going on in our life and in our world. We are in episode 194 today, and we are going to pray through some fan favorites. These are uh, familiar, beloved verses, some of the most popular verses in the Bible. But before we do that, we are going to begin with worship. And today's verse is Daniel 220. 2.20. I think we actually used 2.21 last, uh, last week, but we are in 2.20 today, and it says, May the name of God be praised forever and ever, for wisdom and power belong to Him. Since this is straight up, uh, straight up praise, we can pray this directly, so let's just get started. Father, thank you for this time, for the, the technology and all things that come together to make this possible right now today, that we could meet with you, whether folks are here live or on the replay or on the podcast. I am grateful for the opportunity that we can gather to come before you in prayer. May your name be praised forever and ever, wherever people are found, wherever your creation uh, speaks, whether silently or out loud, whether words that we can understand or not. May your name be praised forever and ever. Wisdom and power belong to you. You have both those things, thankfully, because in, among humans, we tend to have one or the other, but we don't often have both wisdom and power. And I know that uh, you have both in perfection. Both your wisdom and your power are, are perfect in their nature and in their use and in their expression. And I'm praising you and worshiping you for that this morning. I appreciate both your wisdom and your power. Amen. All right. Normally I pray for the upcoming prayer, but I didn't do that. We are coming up on episode 200 of the broadcast, and I know I've mentioned this a few times. When we hit that episode, we're going to make a few changes to the show. Now, the core of the show will remain the same. We will still have this portion of worship and then prayer on whatever topic or book that we are focusing on that month. But three other things will change a little bit. If you've been listening or watching for any length of time, you'll have noticed that these last few months, I have really struggled with consistency on the days and the times of the show. I've had to make some changes in my work schedule, and it's been really hard to be consistent with the scheduled times that we would normally be at, which was usually Monday and Wednesday at 10 a.m. Central for the broadcast. I've added in about 30 hours of new work to a schedule that I thought was already full, so I'm having to pull back on a number of things. And in the interest of trying to be consistent and manageable, we're going to switch for a while at least to one episode a week. And my hope is that I can be consistent about doing that on Monday mornings. So we can start our our week with prayer together. And my goal that is the 200th episode is going to fall on Monday, the 4th of April. And everything I'm talking about today will kick in 
then. Between now and then, we're going to get in six episodes. So this week we'll have one, and a couple weeks we're going to have to have two to get to get to that point where we're at 200 on March on May 4th. Is that what I said? April 4th. April 4th. Now, the good stuff. I said that the core of the show would remain the same, but what's going to change is we're going to add a couple of segments, two short segments. First, a tip or short teaching about prayer itself, some aspect of prayer. And second, we'll add in a personal update or a story um, about my own journey. So the broadcast will be slightly longer, maybe five or ten minutes longer at the most, but only once a week. So now the last change. This isn't really a change to the broadcast, but an additional resource that you might find helpful. We're going to keep doing these episodes focused as a series. And in addition to these episodes, I'm going to publish a prayer journal for each series. Now, if you've read my devotional, it won't be like that. This is not a devotional reading, but there will be a short daily introduction, a place for you to write out a prayer, a prayer that I've written based on the daily passage, and maybe a few questions to think about. Essentially, this is a journal that will guide you in a daily practice of praying scripture, and it will coordinate with these weekly broadcasts and uh, the prayer posts that will begin up again on the Facebook page. And we're going to start that in April, which means that I have some work to do. I have to get the first journal ready to order through Amazon by March 21st. That's my goal. So that whoever wants one could have one in time to process through it with all of us. So those are the changes that are coming in between now and then. Like I said, I'm going to work in six episodes in the next four weeks. And we're going to pray through some fan favorites. These are best loved Bible verses. These are Bible Gateway's top 25-ish verses of all time. So the most frequently read verses on their site and I think on their app as well. We're going to do about four verses in each episode, and then each day there will be a post with one of those episodes as well, and we'll, I'll add in some extra because there's 30 days and 25-ish verses or something like that. These verses will be familiar to you. They are ones that we have heard over and over and over. They are well-loved by all of us. And I said top 25-ish because I combined a few, and I'm starting from number 28 or something like that, and going towards number t- number one. And today, we have a few of my very favorites, and this is one that I combined, for example. This is Philippians 4, 6, and 7 is the very first one. It says, don't worry about anything, but in everything through prayer and petition with thanksgiving, present your requests to God, and the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Now, this is a fan favorite of mine in particular because... There was a specific period of time in my life where I was really dealing with some generalized anxiety, a lot of generalized anxiety. And memorizing this verse and meditating on this verse and repeating this verse and putting it into practice was instrumental in getting me through that period of time. So let's go ahead and start with that one. We'll pray. Father, you ask us not to worry. This is an instruction. Don't worry about anything. With prayer and petition, with thanksgiving, present our request to you, and you will guard our hearts. And I ask first, I guess, that we would um, be able to put this into practice, that this would be something that we would not just hear, but that we would take action on, and that we would learn not to worry about anything, that we would set that aside because we are so trusting in you, 
We have the greatest faith in you, and you are guarding our hearts and planting your peace there, and we are allowing it to bloom in our lives. I guess part of me just wants to say, help us be a channel for your peace in our lives and in the lives of others. So teach us not to worry. I know that that sounds like, for some of us, an impossible task. I don't I don't struggle with that as much as some other people, but I know it's a huge hurdle, and I know that we can follow this instruction. You wouldn't give it to us if it wasn't possible with the help of your spirit. So, spirit, help all of us learn not to worry in whatever context we usually do. Teach us to take these steps through prayer and petition with thanksgiving Help us present all our requests to you. So be help us to be in constant conversation with you while being full of thanks for our circumstances, for your presence, for all of the gifts of the kingdom that belong to us. And then, Father, you tell us <laughs> that the peace of God, which is completely beyond our understanding, we don't have to understand it to experience it, but I pray that that would be present in our lives, that it would overflow our hearts, that that peace will guard our hearts and our minds in Christ. That sounds like one of those really Christiany things to say, that the peace of God will guard our hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Help that to become a reality in our lives. Help it not to be just a Christiany thing, but help it to be so evident that the peace that we experience and portray to the world is beyond our own understanding and that of everyone else's, but that that would guard our hearts in Christ as well. Help us learn what in Christ, all the privilege and the power and the grace and the gift that that is in each of our lives. Amen. Next up is the very next verse, Philippians 4, 8. And these were all um, kind of next to each other. I think verses 6 and 7 were next to each other in the list. And 8 was very shortly thereafter. I'm not sure if I put these in exact order or just dropped off all of the, the set in here today. But this is Philippians 4, 8. And it is further instruction from Paul to the Philippians. Finally, brothers and sisters, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there's any moral excellence, and if there is anything praiseworthy, dwell on these things. Let's pray. Father, our minds dwell on something. All day long, we are thinking thoughts. We have this uh, chatter going on in our heads. We are dwelling on things. If it is not whatever is true, honorable, just, pure, lovely, commendable, morally excellent, or praiseworthy— I ask your forgiveness. Certainly our minds are filled with gunk. <laughs> Thinking about like how our arteries get filled up with um, fats that impede the flow of blood. Fats? I'm not a medical person. <laughs> they get filled up with stuff. Um, so our spiritual lives and our minds become filled up with junk. And uh, whether it's things that we see that we shouldn't or hear that we shouldn't or read or look at or think about, our, our spiritual selves um, get filled up with junk. And I just ask for your forgiveness for dwelling on those things. Whatever it is for us, whether it's negativity or whether it's sinful practices, whether it's sinful thoughts, whether it's pride or um, whatever it is for each of us, pray that we would be um, repentant, that we would come to you begging forgiveness 
that we would turn away from those thoughts and instead, as you instruct, help us to recognize and dwell on things that are true, things that are honorable, things that are just, things that are pure and lovely, things that are commendable, things that are morally excellent, and things that are praiseworthy. Let our minds and our hearts be filled with those things. We'll have to worry less about our actions, and less about our, our words, if those are the thoughts filling our minds. Certainly, you qualify in all of those categories. Fill our minds and our hearts with you, with thoughts about you, with scripture, and everything else that, that falls into these categories of justness and truth and loveliness and moral excellence. Fill our minds with those. When we start going off track and thinking about other things, dwelling on things that are not in those categories, help us to pull our mind back. Help us to just keep continually pulling our mind back to those things that are just, true, lovely, morally excellent, praiseworthy. Teach us to center our minds on these things. Amen. And the next one is Joshua 1.9. It says, Haven't I commanded you? Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid or discouraged, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Friends, this is good news. Father, you have commanded us to be strong and courageous. We can't be that way on our own, but you give us our strength and our courage. We should not be afraid and we should not be discouraged. Both of those things, fear and discouragement, can lay heavy on our hearts. And I pray that we would repent of those emotions of, of landing in and settling in and marinating in those emotions. Instead, help us to recognize that you are with us. The God of the universe is with us. Your presence is with me wherever I find myself, wherever I go. And therefore, I can be strong and courageous and I can fight fear and discouragement. Wherever each of us are fear feeling that in our own lives, that fear or that discouragement, I pray that we would uh, recognize that, repent of that, and that um, that we would learn in those specific areas. I mean, speak to us now. Point out what those are, the areas where we are being fearful and discouraged. And instead, plant your seeds of strength and courage. Be with us in those things. Help us to learn in those specific things how to be strong and how to be courageous with your presence in, in us. Amen. And finally, Isaiah 40, 31. I think I mentioned recently, I think we've had this verse in the, in the last couple episodes, that this is a verse that kept coming back over and over to me during the pandemic. It says, but those who trust in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not become weary. They will walk and not faint. Let's pray. Father, we trust in you. We choose trust. And you say, <laughs> well, I guess let me back up. Help us to do that uh, as we walk throughout our days. It's one thing just to kind of glibly say, I trust you. It's another thing to be faced with our day-to-day -day conflicts, our day-to-day -day chaos, our day-to-day -day overwhelm, uh, and to continue to actively trust in you. Help us to do that, to be actively trusting in you in every moment of every day. Teach us how to do that. And then you say, we will renew our strength, or you will renew our strength. We will soar on wings like eagles above our circumstances. We will run and not become weary. 
Just because we trust in you doesn't mean we don't need to keep running. It doesn't mean we won't be faced with difficult circumstances. But as we do, we will not become weary. We will walk and not faint. You will give us the strength and the courage to face those circumstances that you mentioned in the Joshua verse we just read. Father, teach us to make this a very active part of our lives, that we are we are walking and running, but we are and we are coming up against obstacles, but we are not weary, we are not growing faint. We will be soaring in that process because we trust in you. You are eminently trustworthy. Help us to actively trust. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much friends for being with me today. If you're watching here on the live stream, whether live or in the replay, and you found it helpful, share it with a friend. We will be back um, probably not this week, probably next Monday will be the next version of this, unless I um, have some time open up. If you're a podcast listener, subscribing to the show and sharing it with a friend helps us reach more people so that they can join their voices with us. Praying Scripture is brought to you by Grace and the Gravel Road. And my heart is, as we do this, we each will learn how to use Scripture in this way. Our, our prayers will become saturated in the Word of God. And I pray that He will answer these in amazing ways, but most of all, I pray that you will fall deeper and deeper in love with the God who gave us the words that we are speaking. Amen. Amen.